This is the Tales of Candor podcast with me, Albert Shaw, the creator of talesofcandor.com, an online blog which documents the accounts of gay men and other grinder users from all around the world, explaining their experiences and sharing moments from their lives. This week, I'm going to be reflecting on the interview I conducted with the young man from Moscow in Russia. Um, he was a fantastic interview to have the privilege um, and pleasure to use a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason, um, to speak to genuinely inspirational and uh, interesting. Um, so just to give you an overview, he was a young Armenian man who had moved to Moscow, joined the um, army, had been very successful in the army, and... <clears throat> And then went on to have kind of a bit of a personal crisis with uh, within his relationship, which I'm not going to talk about here so much because I think it's really important that I don't just retell stories on this podcast as much as direct them to you. Um, and I uh, I wanted to sort of mention him. Obviously, go to talesofcanada.com to read his account. Um, and I just wanted to say as well, he was one of the first people to sort of say, I can't do this, my English won't be good enough. And it certainly was. Um, I was more than happy just to make a few little changes so that it, you know, it was, because he was really keen not to write bad English. Um, so my job sort of became, he was very quick, he was a very good storyteller. So he wrote in quite long passages. I didn't really have to do an awful lot of work to turn that into an account. It was more just like editing and correct, correcting a few errors. And to be frank and honest, I've known English speakers, native English speakers, make more errors in their writing. So I can understand his uh, he, him feeling self-conscious about using another language to express himself. But in the, tr- the truth is, I could have listened to him, like so many of the guys, I could have listened to him for ages. So you should definitely go to talesofcanda.com and read the story from Moscow in Russia. Um, You'll notice his is a silhouetted um, photo of a man kind of standing in a star jump pose with a sort of ice blue background. Um, And it was really a very important story to record because it kind of covered so many things um, and talking about like how he felt he had to hide his sexuality uh, both in Armenia and then later on in Russia for his personal safety. This wasn't an issue of defying one's sense of need to be masculine or defying cultural norms. He genuinely had a sense that there would be violence, abuse and maybe even be killed if people decided that he was gay. It wasn't even a case of coming out. You know, the aggression was there if it was felt he was homosexual. And that was an incredible idea, really, to sort of think that the general public have so, so much control over each other by adopting a herd mentality. Um, And it's strange because that could be applied to any of us and any of them, not that it's an us and them situation. But the minute we step out of line, it's like we are self-policing in certain circumstances. 
And I wondered how much did that apply to people in the UK? I mean, that was my question. I was like sort of thinking, well, are there people in the UK who also feel that way? So I'm going to throw that question out to you before I carry on talking about my reflection on, on Moscow is, you know, is there something about yourself that maybe you don't think you'll be treated with violence? Maybe you don't think that you'll be murdered in the street for it, but maybe you fear a certain element of rejection socially for something which is personal to you, which causes no harm to others, um, which is completely maybe even beyond your control. Um, So let me know what you think. Leave comments. Keep the discussion going, but keep it respectful, obviously. Um, And... uh, and I'd really like to know what you have to say. So you can either leave a comment or if you wanted to, you could email me talesofcandor at gmail.com. Um, or you can even leave comments on the site, um, talesofcandor.com. Um, he talked about moving from Armenia and uh, Yerevan and he just said, they will kill you. It wasn't, I don't think he was exaggerating. I think that's genuinely how he feels about the situation and not having been there I don't know any more than his opinion but certainly it was true or it was at least very true to him that his life would be in danger there Um, but he did say it wasn't that bad in Moscow but obviously we know from the media Russia isn't famous for having great human rights when it comes to LGBT people people who are in that community, in our community. Um, So while he is in Moscow, he feels kind of a lot safer, but he's not out um, to very many people. I think he mentioned just a few who knew about it. Um, And what was interesting was he talked about being in the army. He talked about being very good at his job. Um, And I think he... um, he kind of said something really cool, which was like, if they knew, you know, if they knew gay men were this good, they'd be surprised. And and I uh, I, I really like that. I, as, you know, as another gay man myself, I genuinely felt like that's cool. I really, I felt kind of like, oh, I want, you know, I want to know this story. And so I strongly encourage you to um, visit uh, the site, to read his story about being in the Russian army, um, to read his story and sort of think about, you know, how, yeah, everyone else's perception can easily be wrong and you can achieve stuff if you put your mind to it, which, again, another cliche, but, you know, I'll say it again, cliches can be a cliche for a reason. His story kind of ended a little bit sadly and I don't want to sort of, um, what's the word, I don't just want to paraphrase it, Um, But it really looks at how um, immigration uh, is a completely different process for people in the LGBT community. Um, And yeah, it was was kind of a bit heartbreaking because he'd had all this success uh, within his career and he'd achieved so much in spite of perhaps feeling like an outsider or worrying about being outed for fear of violence and abuse, but then actually the worst thing that had happened to him was as a result of decisions made in another country thousands of miles away, 
um, in another language um, and in a country that actually he felt at least LGBT people were treated equally and with respect and enjoyed a freedom that he didn't at home to express themselves and so on. So I urge you to go and read um, the story from Moscow uh, in Russia, obviously, um, and read the story of the Armenian soldier who will tell you about a completely different story than maybe you'd expect. Um, I think a lot of people expect, and maybe this is just my prejudice, but a lot of people expect, you know, the kind of RuPaul's Drag Race, Will and Grace, and so on, that kind of very flamboyant showmanship and, and all of those kind of things. And they don't necessarily realise that gay men are everywhere and that when you're not represented in the media, and we kind of touched on this in the last episode, it's hard to see yourself in those roles and it's a real achievement when someone is in those roles and does that in spite of social expectation. Let me know what you think of the story. Let me know what you think of the, the conversation that hopefully is going on at the moment in the comments below and visit talesofcanda.com to read more stories from amazing men around the world. I will speak again in the next episode and I look forward to hearing what you've got to say too. Um, this has been the Tales of Candor podcast with me, Albert Shaw. Share it with people, let people know about the project and I'll speak to you next time. Cheers. <laughs>